Hey folks, Brian Bledsoe once again here on the Desert Farmer Podcast. It is Tuesday evening, January 30th, and I just wanted to hop on here briefly and uh, converse with you a little bit this evening. And first things first, the the Desert Farmer meetup this past weekend was just absolutely stellar. Uh, no way around that. And it, it, this is an event that, that means a great deal to me because I know this is a time of year where so many people are so busy with different levels of their life, whether it is a different farm or ag show that you're uh, attending, or if you've got winter sports that you're attending, or simply if you are you get a weekend to yourself where you just need to kind of decompress and relax and maybe just sit back and you don't necessarily want to go do anything. And I, and I totally understand that and can appreciate that. But for those of you that did attend, uh, I want to extend just a, a high level of gratitude and personal thanks to you for making that happen. I, this is an event that is very near and dear to my heart because of the organic and very grassroots way that it started. Uh, but it's also a time where you can have just great fellowship, help to cultivate those those personal relationships, which are so uh, so very important. And be able to uh, demonstrate within those personal relationships the authenticity that is so lacking in a large part of the world today. Um, There's so many things that are fake in the world today or how certain things are valued just by perception instead of actually getting down to to the base level of things. And, uh, and, and really recognizing what that means to people in today's world. And I, and I really hit on this in my keynote address before I gave, a, uh, gave my weather talk uh, on Saturday evening. It is legitimately the personal relationships and the authenticity within those personal relationships that makes the Desert Farmer Meetup. And really, the desert farmer, uh, the desert farmer is so so important to me, and how that I've connected with you, and how that has resonated with me uh, within those relationships with you. So, I just want to extend again a very high level of gratitude to you and personal heartfelt thanks for those of you in attendance. And if you didn't uh, weren't able to attend this year and want to attend next year, again, we're going to make sure that that's possible. Uh, because we we definitely want to keep this going. Uh, aside from that, I want to extend a, a, a personal level of thanks to Brian Seeker and Nick Voss for doing a great job organizing the trade show aspect uh, of the Desert Farmer Meetup. And for all of you that uh, attended in a trade show capacity, the Desert Farmer Meetup, uh, a big thank you to you for for making that level of it possible. And for you to actually think that something like this is important to attend uh, and be able to reach out to the various folks that were in attendance. So uh, just a big level of thanks to everybody that was a part of that. It, it means a lot to me. Now, for those of you that are interested in a weather side of things, uh, with this storm that's going to be making an impact on parts of the region this upcoming weekend, I wanted to give you a little bit of information on that. Um, this time of year, by this time of year, I mean you know late January and February, we usually don't consider this time of year big storm time of year okay uh but during an el nino situation where the southern branch of the jet stream is all kinds of ramped up sometimes you can squeeze one or two out of them uh that that actually end up being fairly significant in terms of storm now there are a lot of things that i do like with this storm 
that is on the docket that'll kind of make its way out of the four corners area uh, starting on Friday and then continuing into Saturday before departing toward the Gulf Coast by the time Sunday gets here. Um, and one of those things is the overall track. And by by midday Saturday, the core of that storm is uh, going to be centered around Clayton, New Mexico, or near Dal uh, Dalhart, Texas. And that's a pretty good track to impact parts of northeast Colorado, northwest Kansas, on up into Nebraska, eastern Wyoming. But areas farther south, uh, especially just due south, may largely miss out on this uh, particular storm because the core of the low is going too far to the north. So to kind of put that in perspective with that, the wheelhouse as far as the best uh, bet of seeing good moisture out of this, I would say is on a line from, oh, I don't know, Fort Morgan to Goodland, southeast to Wichita, all the way to Tulsa, just east of Dallas, okay? That'd probably be the southwest line that sees the best moisture. Now, I'm not saying that we couldn't see a bit more than that over along the front range, uh, southwest of Denver, next to the higher terrain, where there'll probably be some heavy, wet snow take place right there. But that line that I mentioned and northeastward, on up into Nebraska and across north central and eastern Kansas, I think is a, is, is a very favorable spot to pick up some good moisture out of this deal. If you live near Springfield or Campo or Boyce City or Dalhart, Amarillo, Clovis, down toward Lubbock, that area, I think you're largely going to get shorted out of this deal simply because I think you're going to be in the dry slot as far as this storm is concerned. So I don't see this storm coming up this weekend as being your storm. Now, on the other side of the coin, if you live from near North Platte uh, to near Hayes, uh, Topeka, southeastward into uh, you know the southeast side of Kansas, down in eastern Oklahoma, those locations, I think, have a by far better shot of seeing some significant moisture out of this. The other thing about this storm, which is interesting for this time of year, is there's just not a lot of cold air with it, folks. There just really isn't. And I really think the higher terrain of far western Nebraska, southeast Colorado, or southeast Wyoming, rather, and down along the northern front range of, uh, of Colorado probably have the best shot uh, because they're just simply at a higher elevation to have at least enough cold air present to see some of this fall in the form of snow. And I really think some of the bigger bullseye areas might run from, say, southwest of Denver, uh, you know, back up into the mountains in terms of where there would be enough cold air. Uh, you know, to make the snow a little bit more significant. So uh, for most of the desert farmer region, I don't see this as being a big snowmaker at this point in time. However, if we can get a little bit more cold air to work into the equation, uh, I do see the, uh, the prospect of having maybe a little bit of heavy, wet snow along I-70 and I-76 across east and northeast Colorado. That might be the farthest eastward extent with this one because it's just it's uh, there's no cold air source region for this storm at all. And even by the time, say, we head toward early Sunday morning, I mean, we've got temperatures around 40 or so across a large part of western Kansas and near 50 across central and eastern Kansas. So uh, this definitely is not going to be a widespread heavy snowmaker. I don't see that at all. Wind, uh, in terms of wind with this storm, it also doesn't look like it's packing a lot of wind for those areas that are going to see moisture. Uh, for folks down in uh, you know uh, southeast New Mexico, west Texas, 
again, being on the drier, windier side of the storm, that's probably where the more significant wind is going to take place with this particular storm. Uh, but again, you're on the drier and windier side, so you're just going to see the wind out of the deal and really not much of anything else. So uh, bottom line, that's kind of the way I see it right now. I, I, there's going to be a couple of changes, no doubt, before we get there. But in terms of the overall track, that's kind of you know what a lot of the model information is suggesting uh, suggesting right now. The evolution of this storm, that's the thing that I really have uh, in question this evening because the, the, the main energy or the main low pressure almost comes out kind of tilted on its side uh, as it comes uh, out of southeast or uh, southwest Colorado and then drops southeastward toward the panhandles. Um, you know, it's just kind of a weird trajectory as far as the storm is concerned. There's high pressure and it's strong high pressure to the north. So that kind of blocks the storm from going northward. So its track is somewhat atypical in that it meanders its way in from the west and then takes kind of a hard turn to the southeast while it's on its side. That means that the circulation around this storm is going to be very, very broad. Um, and if you're in it, that circulation basically north and northeast of it, great. If you're not, you're really going to get shorted out of this deal. So this is really a haves and a have not uh, type of a storm. I don't see that situation changing. Now, if this storm can come out in a little bit more of a traditional fashion, instead of having such a broad circulation, uh, where a lot of that type of moisture we get shoved farther off to the east, then maybe something more significant uh, would be on the table. That That is something that I'll be continuing to watch during the course of the week. But uh, bottom line, that's kind of what my thoughts are uh, right now. So I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Again, I like to keep these fairly short and sweet. Uh, but a lot of the feedback that I got from you folks at the Desert Farmer Meetup on not only the podcast, but about the weather information, uh, you know, that I pride myself in giving and that you've been receiving, uh, that you use uh, for your agricultural uh, line of work. A big thank you for that. I greatly appreciate the feedback. And uh, as I said, if you have anything that you you want more of or you want to see, please don't hesitate to let me know. And if you like the Desert Farmer podcast, again, we we were on Google, Apple, a lot of us, uh, a lot of you out there, um, listen to us on Spotify. Hammer that like button, okay? Hammer that five stars. Uh, let me know what you think about this because uh, if it's something that you value, this is definitely something that I look forward to uh, providing to you. And also, uh, you know, it's just another way to get that information out there um, that uh, that is obviously so important. So um, I appreciate you folks tonight. I uh, hope you're well. I hope you're having a good evening. As we round out January and head into February, uh, I hope everything is uh, is tip top for you guys. We'll be chatting with you again later this week right here on the Desert Farmer Podcast. Be well.